The following podcast is set in a time long ago and a galaxy far away, but none of us still want to cause you any harm mentally, physically, or emotionally. We are a group of people playing a Star Wars 5e campaign and there is a chance that we may offend you unintentionally. There may be scenes of violence, sexual nature, or comedy that could offend. Just know that you have been warned, you are listening to this podcast at your own risk. We are just a group of blind or visually impaired tabletop role-playing gamers that enjoy Star Wars. In a time longer ago than what we can remember. In a galaxy that we have never heard of. It is a time, it is a galaxy, it is a place that we find these adventurers in. A Jedi that is not fully sold on the teachings of the Order and one Jedi that is fully committed. A travel-weary Ewok bounty hunter that has a love for some drink. A junk droid known as Johnny Six and a Wookiee who is more than just addicted to spice join together in an adventure that will tell tales, land them in peril, and allow them to find out who they truly are in the end. Join us each week as we follow this motley crew in the adventure of their lifetime. Music provided by www.tabletopaudio.com A Star Wars 5e podcast brought to you by www.knightsofthebraille.com For more information, be sure to check us out. Hey everybody, this is Richard here with the Star Knights, the Star Wars 5e campaign, uh, Lost Minds of Kessel. We're going to do like we always do and go around our sabbat table here, introduce our characters, a fun fact, and uh, yeah, probably get Ken to describe himself like once again because for some reason <laughs> I cannot grasp the uh, distinction that he has, and I actually have the character sheet. I just, just can't grasp it for some reason. <laughs> but uh, let's start with um, Kane. Hello, everyone. Uh, Fernando, I play Kane Highwind and Shawnee Sentinel. Uh, Kane. Fun fact is, I don't, I don't know. Just Kane is just so conflicted in so many ways. Sometimes, like he wants to be the best he can, and he didn't know if he could have, like, have a relationship. And was torn up about that. But I think he really, um, he just really respects Master Soda, and he's the best of them. Doesn't really understand whenever uh, Ken talks about Master Soda's vacations. So. <laughs> <laughs> He literally just thinks they're just vacations. He doesn't get it. Vacations? They already lived. <laughs> <laughs> it's called staycation. It is. Mm. Stay in room all day. Mm. Oh, no. Moodoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, I'm, hi, everybody. I'm Muslim Blind Gamer. I play Moodoo, the um, Ewok Scout class bounty hunter. Uh, uh plucky little guy with a blaster carbine uh, sneaking around everywhere for no particular reason. Um, <laughs> it's not always successful. <laughs> sneaking um, while everybody's looking directly at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, on, uh, on a personal uh, fun note, I have finally acquired a Lego set with an Ewok. It's incredible! <laughs> it <laughs> he is. has no idea. The texturing on the Ewok head 
face, the chest fur, whatever thing is out of this world. It's also got a um, Stormtrooper Scout with a helmet that is so cool. And I also got a set from the Mandalorian Lego Star Wars collection, which has Mando with his awesome helmet and a cape. And the child is a teeny tiny minifigure. Uh, and also has the basically Yoda's old head, except tinier. And it's got, guys, it's got all the wrinkles on the top of his head textured. It's oh, incredible. Wow. It's fantastic. Oh, Everybody man. should oh. buy it. <laughs> oh, anybody else picture though when uh, Moodoo's talking like he's sneaking around? Does anybody else hear the Austin Powers theme in the head? You know, <laughs> yeah. you know him looking around the corner like a cat looking at you like, uh, you can't see me, so you know, I can't see you, so you can't see me. So he was with his tail sticking out of a box or something, right? Yes, I love it when cats do that. I, I get um, more of yeah. the, the pink, the pink panther uh, mm. music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, that's another good one. And uh, Zane. Hi everybody, Ken. I'm playing Zane, Boulder, Green Skin, Human with his eyes that were once purple but are turning slightly red because he's sliding closer to the dark side. He's uh, he's off balance even though he's trying to be true balance. So uh, he, he's still dealing with that. His mind has been clouded, fogged lately. We're gonna see how he tries to work through it. Uh, and of course I play Gurker. Um, yeah, really no fun fact about him because all he does is like snort spice, leak spice, and consume spice in one way, shape, or form. Although he has now declared himself to be the number three pilot because he's better than both Rebecca and Peter who are like one and two because three is a much bigger number. Um, and I got a feeling Johnny Six is going to try to explain to him that three means he's worse, but we'll see how that goes if that comes to it. Uh, and, uh, Ken, how about a recap, especially with all of the names? Yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, all right. Last time, Star Knights, Session 18, uh, the party just landed at the temple uh, piloted by Rebecca uh, so Skarker was staring at Rebecca with wide eyes and <clears throat> everyone is just kind of in shock Zane makes sure Zane's checks to make sure everybody's in one piece once everybody is checked and everything is okay they start to depart the ship. Uh, Kane speaks to Zane uh, before leaving the ship to make sure he's okay. Uh, Zane's mind has been clouded, and Kane says you should meditate on it. Uh, Zane agrees. Zane then turns to check on Mudu. They have a brief discussion about Mudu's fear and that he has Janelle now. 
next to him. Um, the party leaves the ship. Gurkha goes to check the ship with Johnny Six, while the rest go and meet Master Obershaw and Master Soda. Uh, the Jedi show Master Soda the utmost respect, especially Zane. Master Soda is introduced to the rest of the party, and Master Soda lets it known that Rebecca is a known pod racer. Which causes Kane to simp out heavily. <laughs> uh, Gurker can be heard uh, complaining about Rebecca and that he is still the better pilot. And they all proceed inside the temple where Master Obisha and Master Soda welcome them. Uh, Master Soda then explains the following, that he is here looking for Draco, that Draco's new master is someone they thought killed, but was only a clone. That Draco tried to walk the true balance line, like Zane. That Draco was a former student of Master Soda, like Kane and Zane. And that Draco was sent to protect Rebecca. Draco ended up killing Rebecca's parents, which pushed him over the edge. Uh, he explained that the Red Brand were no different than clone troopers. He also explained that Rebecca is very important and must be protected at all costs. That if she is captured, the Sith will rise in numbers. He also said... ...to trying to save his soul, defeat him. Um, Master Soda then cautioned Zane not to look at Draco through the Force as he had taught him, because it could damage him. Master Soda speaks to Janelle mentally, asking if she told them something, which she shakes her head no. Master Soda inquires on the progress of dealing with the Red Brand. Kane mentions that they got a name of a leader, the Shogun. Mudu shows the cloak from Brain. Master Soda asks about the confrontation, which then Mudu explains what happened. Master Soda looks disapprovingly at Zane and warns him again of messing with the dark side. Zane bows his head in shame and disappointment in himself. Master Soda stresses the importance of protecting Rebecca, but also protecting each other. He states that they are now a family and that they need to stick together. He then informs them that Draco is no longer on planet and that he must continue his pursuit. 
and that they should continue their job of clearing out the red brand. Uh, Master Soda to the Jedi who says that he will always see them as his Padawans, his students, but that they have much potential and that he believes in them. To all of them, to the whole party, he says to take care of each other because he senses much trouble in the future. He leaves. Master Ovishaw uh, then says they are welcome to the temple to stay and welcome to the temple's resources. Kane asks Master Ovishaw uh, since they disagreed with their way uh, how he can improve in their eyes which Master Ovishaw then admitted that they might have been wrong just because their way they have the way of companions and they do not shouldn't mean anything Master Ovishaw then admitted that they were different in a way that they are seer of sorts they have visions that others can't understand there's a lot more back and forth um, after some shenanigans with the supply closet Moodoo, Jan and some alcohol that knocks both Moodoo and Janelle out Master Ovishaw asks if they would like to meet and possibly assist with their Padawans training, which Kane will now tell you the names of all the Padawans. Go ahead, Kane. What? <laughs> I like this part. I'm muffin in my mouth. <laughs> That's not one of the Her names. <laughs> Her name is not Muffin. <laughs> I can tell you three of them. The other one, too. Oh my go. god, that's right, orange jello, lemon jello, shitheed. Yes. <laughs> um, Let me see, let me see my notes here. Uh, thank you, Ken, that was, that was here right there. I'll take you. this time to clarify that the shenanigans with the supply closet, once again, Moodle sneaking around for no particularly good reason. Oh my god. It was shenanigans of a... Um, of a not safe for work um, kind, <laughs> let's put it that way. Okay, we got Nicolina, <laughs> Safin, Karner, Sebna. Uh, I can't say this one. I gab, I gab something. I gab uh, Niazin. Aggie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Aggie. <laughs> Shaheed. Lemangelo. Lemangelo. Oran yeah, and Orangelo. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, that comes back to present, um, where Master Obershaw has just asked you all, you know, if you would like to help with the training. Um, Mudu and Janelle are, of course, unconscious. Um, like passed out drunk. Thanks, <laughs> uh, and he, he like kind of would growl at you like I can't help it you can't handle it you little fur ball <laughs> you know uh, um, he will bend down to Janelle who like 
anybody's ever been to that stage, like you're like the pass out drunk, but your eyes are open and you feel <laughs> like awake, but you're not like totally unconscious, blacked out. Um, not that I've ever been there, you know, ever, right. um, <laughs> ever. Uh, and he will bend down to Mudu, lift up his eyelid, and look back towards Zane and Kane and everybody to see if they're watching him. I'm definitely looking. I'm serious. <laughs> yep. Gurkha will then bend down, take a claw and like poke his eye, like not to like puncture it or anything, but like. Oh my god. <laughs> He, he starts, he's laughing. Just move them away, please. We're going to be doing some training here. He, uh, Does that snap right, Mudo out of it by any chance? Or? You, you feel it and are like groggy, but upon um, Kane saying, just move him out of the way, he like grabs you by the hair and oh, pulls you <laughs> over to the wall. <laughs> Oh, okay. Can I roll for athletics to land on my feet? Um, it will wake you up. So, uh, yeah. Right. Gurker says, "Sorry, he told me to move you out of the way." <laughs> Let me find the right. Let's always do what the channel. Okay. <sighs> roll a d20 plus two. Ooh, nat twenty. Sweet. So yeah, um, we'll say that you actually, uh, in your flipping, um, you will hit your head not to like hurt you, but to keep you upright, and it actually wakes you up, and we'll say it sobers you up quite a bit. Wonderful. <laughs> All right, so I land on my feet, and I look back at Gurger, and I'm like, I thought, I thought I said I was never gonna take anything from you. I guess I forgot. <laughs> He, he does. He's doing the fat Albert laugh like. <laughs> uh, would you kindly remember for me next time? He uh sticks a finger in both ears, like cleans them out. Like, what did you say? <laughs> then offers you uh the the bottle again or the glass. Okay. He's gonna wave my head around very dramatically, saying no. <laughs> Hand extended, like there is no way. <laughs> this is not the way. <laughs> um, he he will put it back on his hip and shrug, and then gently move uh, Janelle over to the wall. <laughs> what a Thank gentleman! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, what do y'all wish to do now? Master Obershaw is just standing there watching this all. And that, kids, is the first lesson of why you should not drink. <laughs> and Gurker growls, saying, speak for yourself. Hopefully they don't understand that. Is the door open for the paddlings or anything? Yes, one does understand. Oh, <laughs> I bet that's your <laughs> no, nah, although I did think about naming this one Shatid. I thought I about thought you it. did. Mm -mm, not this one. Oh, not this one specifically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not this uh, species, mm -hmm. should I say. 
Okay. Right. So as um as you all walk into the room, uh you let's see. You see um two cathars which are lion like is a lion like species. Ooh. Um they are yellow skinned with brown stripes. Uh, they also have gray hair, hmm. and both of them have uh, like sunlight yellow eyes um, that uh, have a hint of orange in them. You know, kind of like the uh, sunset, the color mm -hmm. of the sun during the sunset. Um, and Shatid, I never said it exactly how Jaws says it <laughs> um, there, um, is a Syrian uh, race, um, which is a has a cone-like head. They have a binary brain, which means they have two brains, two hearts. Um, oh. They have light skin, uh, blonde hair, and mm -hmm. uh, let's see. And we will say uh, greenish eyes. Mm. Um, and that is Shatid because it has two brains and, you know, mm -hmm. one brain has its own separate heart. Uh, they're able to basically argue with themselves, talk oh, to themselves, work out problems, <laughs> you know, by themselves. Yeah. And whenever I was looking over the species, I thought that would make the perfect Jedi. You know, like, no, you cannot do that. That is against the Force. You don't, <laughs> you know, the whole angel and oh, demon no. on your shoulder. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Um, one creature that really surprises you all here is a Tuscan. Oh. Um, mm -hmm. Brown skinned, brown hair, and black eyes. Uh, they are, of course, still dressed in their goggles the yep. robes the wrappings um in person yes um i thought they were really underused in the movies but that's just me um you also see a twilic or a twilight um depending on who reads the star wars books depends on how it sounds uh blue skinned they have purple head tails and yeah. purple eyes nice uh, and this one, I do not remember hearing, is a wig way. Uh, they are red-skinned, black-haired, and have gold eyes. The reason Ooh. that they are, um, in this way, they have options for colors. The reason they are red-skinned and black-haired is because I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan, and that is Georgia <laughs> colors. Um, there's also a Janarian species here um their skin is pale blue with red hair and blue eyes nice the one that did understand gurker is a white haired with dark blue eyes wookie uh -huh. <laughs> there's a wookie um, oh no! And of course, as soon as Gurker sees oh, this no. Wookie, he runs in and 
they give each other a hug because, you know, that's just <laughs> what Wookiees do. Um, and they're beginning to growl and talk towards each other like, you know, hey, where did you come from? And if anybody asks me to describe what they're saying, <laughs> you will be rolling death rolls. Um, but they are basically like finding out what part of the planet, you know, what part of the forest and all that they come from, what clan. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are the students that you all see. Hmm. Awesome. I think I would really like the descriptions of the different species. I'm trying to get better about bringing in other stuff, mm-hmm. uh, especially mm-hmm. since in Very the cool. last podcast that um, I, well, the one that Jim and I do, I had to do it solo, and I was interviewing the guy that created Star Wars Fighting mm-hmm. Games. Oh! Oh! Um, nice. It was a lot of fun. Check it out on any of your favorite podcast forms. <laughs> you can find it on Twitch. You know? <laughs> um, so these so, are these are the species. Are the students? They are all standing there, um, having been meditating, waiting on Master Obershaw to begin their training for today. Mm-hmm. One quick thing: What was the one, the two after the Tuscan? The two after the Tusca. Let me get there. Twilek? Or Twilek? How do you spell that? E W I. Apostrophe. Okay. L E K. Some people also mm-hmm. say single quote, but that's not how I was raised and taught in school. It's called an apostrophe. Um, Weegaway. Weegaway? Yeah. W-E-E-Q-U-A-Y. See, I never did go to a spelling bee, but I feel like I'm really making up for it in space here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I shouldn't have done this to myself, but I thought it sounded <laughs> cool. Oh my god. It does. It does. <laughs> this thing. Okay. W-E-E. One more time, please. W-E-E-Q-U-A-Y. Uh-huh. Q. Yes. You, you, gotta, you gotta repeat the word at the end. Otherwise, yeah. you, you don't get the points. Right. <laughs> Weequay. Can you use exactly. that in a sentence, please? <laughs> oh, <laughs> can you please define that? Uh, I always wanted to watch the spelling bee, and I love to watch them, like, say they were told to spell Weequay. Can you use that in a sentence? Like, that's really going to help. Can you define that? Yeah, that's really going to help. Then they get through, and they're like, The trick is, is you stop listening, but you start thinking, and you have more time to think. Yeah. Oh, I understand the trick, but it's like... It is ridiculous, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) These are your students. They are awaiting instruction from Master Obershaw, who um, doesn't really discipline the white-haired Wookiee, being understanding, you know, as she is. Uh, 
but encourages Gurker to, you know, step back and that class needs to begin and um, the Wookiee nods her head and is immediately back in um, instruction position. Mm-hmm. Uh, Master Obershaw will uh, stand you know, in front of the class and say, today, students, we are very... And she will look over to the stu- uh, to you all and kind of catch your words uh, and then go to say something else and catch your words. <laughs> we have oh, special instructors for the time being. You will, despite the way that you may see them act or interact with one another, Pay them your fullest attention and show them the same respect that you would show me. Listen and learn, and they may teach you the ways that you may need to be successful as a Padawan when it is your time to be chosen. And she will look to you all, and for now... We will go with Master Mudu. Please approach the front of the class and tell them what you would like them to take from you today. Alrighty. Mudu is going to support under his breath. He's going to go, I don't know about Master, whatever. Um, he's gonna reach into his bag and pull out good old Klee. Uh, oh, uh, who is not a Lego minifigure, but is as close as Muda can get at this point. So I'll take it. <laughs> the frozen and carbonite miniaturized uh, baddie from uh, a few days ago or months, however you're counting. <laughs> Really, only um, about four days ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, you see, kids, I got one job and one job only. I roll around the outer rim and I hunt down those who need hunting. Now. Let me introduce to you Cleave, the bone breaker, just something, whatever, whatever, frozen and carbonite, miniaturized. <laughs> After he upset the wrong Ewok, the wrong Wookiee, and the right Jedis. Now, you see, uh, kids. The things I can teach to you are things I learned back home in the forest hunting prey. I can teach you how to disappear. I can teach you how to track your target. And I can teach you how to put it down at a distance. 
Now, some of those things might be against the uh, orders or whatever you call yourselves. Uh, normal tactics. But I'm sure uh, my friends here have learned that uh, flexibility is important. Having options on the table is important. And at the end of the day, well, it's whoever comes out on top that ends up telling the story, so. Thank Master you. Uh, Thank you, Master Mudu. Um, a little uncomfortably, because <laughs> I assume that's the thing to do, but I'm not entirely sure. It's fine. It's whatever you want to do. Um, as you're walking away, you do see the female Wookiee laughing in the back, and Master Obershaw <laughs> looks at her. Uh-oh. Silence. And she straightens back up, and Kane and Zane would have heard Gurker saying that he likes when others are on top. Oh, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> y'all, y'all would have admonished him, I'm sure. I, oh, this is a rowdy class. I just glare. <laughs> Zane turned his head as he's trying to hide a smirk. <clears throat> um, Master Obershaw will glare at Gurker and seriously think about asking everyone to <laughs> teach the students. Uh, she will then look to um, Gurker against my better judgment. <laughs> and it's like she closes her eyes and is meditating, like double checking with the force, like, really should I? <laughs> and you hear her and see her give a great sigh as um, she indicates her Gurker to come up front. And he walks back and forth, like, macho-like, you know, and is telling the students how to fly and, oh, you know, making... Translating um, for him. Yes, yeah, that's perfect. Um, and, and editing he, him. <laughs> and he growls and makes a, like, sound, <laughs> you know, and telling everyone how he is the number three pilot because he's so much better than the other two and <laughs> then making a like sound <laughs> as he's talking about how he's took out all of the people on the space station you know with one shot and he was in this death battle with a sun destroyer one time and how he took on a whole army of some kind of creatures that's not in existence anymore with his trusty axe and uh, he's just telling all kinds of stuff oh, yeah. <laughs> um and uh he keeps going and you know talks about how this um one time that he accidentally fell into a spice mine and it accidentally got up his nose but oh he should never, no one should ever take advice because it's really bad as he pulls out a vial and says, this right here, and he like, shoves it up his nose, oh, and God. this is what happens when you do it, and he starts going crazy, and then like, 
he has his arms out to both sides, like, you know, and <laughs> Master Obershaw uh, steps back up. Yes, I'm sure that he is a very good pilot, but students, you shall uh, please forget everything that you have hmm. heard said here. Uh, Wait a second, he, he was telling them not to do the spice. That was good. He did a good job. She looks at you, and then he did what, Master? Exactly. He showed <laughs> them like that. If you take it, this is what. Well, these are the consequences. It's hopefully, mm. that the students are yeah. inspired not to do it because he showed them how I bad say, it is. Not as I do. He <laughs> will then indicate Gurker. See, my young students, this is what happens, and exactly. you all see Gurker licking the floor. For no reason other than he's just licking the floor. <laughs> exactly. See, he's trying his best, Master. He's but, trying but to Mr. show. Mr. Game me. Master, sir, do I have rations on me? Uh, yes. <laughs> do I have some kind of Star Warsy egg? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I shall remove a Star Warsy type egg from my bag. I shall toss it on the ground. Points to it and announce, kids, this is your brain on spice. Says, <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God. laughs> what does McGurker do with the egg? He pops it in his mouth. Uh, oh, oh, straight for the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, he um, he had some of the some of the good stuff. Um, mm -hmm. and he's just like howling making no sense and kind of embarrasses the female Wookiee student, the white one. Um, and she's like, I wonder if I should do this, but the way he's acting is embarrassing her and Master Obershaw shakes her head and looks to um Kane. Master Kane, the floor is yours. I make sure that Gurker calms down and is off to the side and he's done licking eggs and uh, pretty much I whenever you guys get your own lightsaber there's going to be different ways to use it and I just want to give you guys the startings of teaching you how to use the double lightsaber and I pull out my lightsaber and extend both sides and so I just want to like teach him like the basic forms on how to um, use it if any of them, you know, go into that, you know, into the double lightsaber that they'll have like a beginner's understanding on what to do. And so like, I kind of just want to like start doing like the different forms and have them follow along um, the different steps. Okay. And then as we, as we go, I tell them, you know, different things like when you're a Jedi Knight, you will be expected to go out into the galaxy with Maybe a partner or a Padawan or c commanding any sort sort of people. And you need to remember to always stay true to yourself and who you are as a person, even if that's different from the next Jedi next to you. And you need to have an open mind and open heart to the different ways that people can be and how the Force chooses us for different paths. And I look to uh, Rebecca when I say that. And I smile. Uh -huh. um, 
Master Overshaw will step forward. Thank you, Master King. Hello, r slash blind. Have you ever wanted to play Dungeons & Dragons? Well, Knights of the Braille has a Discord server. Simply click the link below to join. We host sessions for new players. No site? No problem. We have accessible character sheets and dice rolling apps. We make it easy so that anybody can play. Join Knights of the Braille today. And now, Master Zane. Oh. Yeah, Zane will step up. Look at all eight of them. I don't know what I really can say to all of you. The Force is a powerful thing. And I would only ask all of you to be careful. There's the light side, and there's, of course, the dark side. And I would caution all of you to stay as far away from the dark side as possible. As tempting as it may be, it only leads to trouble. But other than that, the Force is a powerful tool for the Jedi. And he'll start, like, showing off the different Force powers he can do. He'll start making, like, them levitate <laughs> and float around. And it's like, as you get stronger, as you grow, your connections to the Force can grow to where you can do many things. But... If you slip the wrong way, just once, that's all it'll take for you never to come back. And you might end up like... someone. Nah, he's not sure if he wants to mention Draco if they knew about it or not, so... <laughs> that's up to you if you mention it or not. He's just gonna say... There's someone that's out there that was once one of us. But he turned his back completely. And now he seeks to destroy the Order. And all because he kept dipping into the dark side. So I caution you, don't. Don't follow his steps. Because I intend to hunt him down. 
and remove him from the equation. <laughs> as, as you give this speech, um, you all will notice that Rebecca is getting extremely emotional uh, at Zane's speech. Gurker, in the meanwhile, is still snuffling around. Um, this vial hit him really hard. Uh, but you you notice that Rebecca gets really emotional um, whenever you don't mention Draco, but you're talking about him. Um, because she basically knows what has happened. Um, you know, she may not know all the nitty-gritty details, but she has a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. And then it'll say one last thing. He's like... I don't want to see any future Jedi cross to the dark side because it's just not the way. Whether you believe in the, the order or not, we know one thing is for certain. The dark side is not the way you want to be. And with every bit of power in me, I will hunt down any one affiliated with the dark side and take them down. Um, Shatid raises his hand and looks to you. But I have one question. What does he, and he points to Gurker, have to do with is that of the light side for him to <laughs> take things like that into his body? I mean, on one brain, I hear that it is okay. On the other one, it is very bad. Did were you not listening? He said not to do this, and this is the reason why. It is sometimes hard for me to listen. It is a struggle that I have because my brains are constantly talking to one another, and it is very confusing sometimes. You must... Meditate and listen to the Force for calm and peace. And Lamangelo will growl out, because he certainly does not have peace, except unless it's an egg. <laughs> he did have a piece of an egg. Guys, learn, don't, ones. don't do drugs, guys. That is the lesson from... That big guy over there. <laughs> All I can think about is like Bobby Boucher um, with LT and uh, the Waterboy. And that, kids, is why you don't do drugs. <laughs> um, yeah. Master Overshaw will step back. Okay, children, you must go now to your Jedi history studies. I will be with you. And her head raises up. Because this has taken, you know, we'll say like an hour or two. Um, y- y'all would have given like demonstrations of everything. Especially Gurker. He went on for quite a while doing his um, flying tactics. Uh, and um, Master Obershaw, that must be... No, yes, it must be the shipment order. I did not realize that it was coming in today. Oh? 
Yeah. I am sensing that there is someone outside. And if we investigate, Master? Please, Master King. It's not... Is it normal that she's calling me Master instead of a knight? <laughs> um, it's out of respect in front of the student. Uh -huh. It's like, not like Jedi Master, but uh -huh. like, um... Like yeah, teacher. Like, yeah, like yeah. teacher Master, yeah. Alright, are you guys coming? Yeah, I'm, I'm behind you. Uh. Moodoo? Yeah. I'm like uh, uh, like on the way, on the way out, like Zane's like gonna like grab Kirker by like one of his uh, belt straps and just kind of pull him along. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> just, um, just, just, yeah, just, I uh, put my hand he, out for Rebecca to come with me too. Uh, um, he's like, that really hit me hard. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I taught the kids something, though. Ooh, How yeah. to be a good pilot. Uh, number three pilot. Right. You taught them some lessons they'll never forget. Big guy. <laughs> uh, uh, um, so y'all get to the door. And... Uh, And you open up the door. Let's see that. Yeah, dude, I think. Hmm. Give me just a second. Let's see this thing. Maybe I have to be. Yeah, that's what I have to do, okay. Um, y'all get to the door, and what do you do? The door is still currently closed. I'm start sniffing. Okay. This is what I do. Um, <laughs> roll me a, roll uh, yeah, roll mm. me a sniff check. <laughs> Sniffer. <laughs> Absolutely. D20s plus one. Manage. Oh, sweet! Um, wait, no. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> so we added them up? Oh, okay. Alright, whatever. Uh, 16. Um, even through the booger obviously hanging from your nose, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you smell wood and metal. And the outside smells, of course. So nothing particularly interesting then? No. Alright, okay, I'm just gonna pull out the carbine and be ready. Uh, Janelle's got a hand on one of the blasters. So. Um, roll me a d20 to see if she's uh, awake yet. Ah! <laughs> yeah, she's still over there. I guess yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I would have thought this would have solved itself sort of automatically, but okay, that's 14. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. 
She's like, it, oh, it's strong stuff. It's knocking you out every time you took a shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, she's up with uh, Johnny Sixes with you all as well. Uh, right, of course. Peter so, and Vexa are there too. Yeah, like, it, it takes all the of you. The whole crew. Yep. Answering the door. So what do y'all want to do? So uh, then, uh, I was going to turn to and say, don't take anything from the Wookiee. I forgot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> she's like uh-huh. rubbing her temples like, with a blaster pistol in one hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, whoa. Wait, oh, God. <laughs> um, um, have they knocked at all or like tried using like the intercom? No. Or, no? Okay. No, no intercom. <laughs> <laughs> there is no inner the, the doorbell. No. Nope. The door the door knocker. Are these like big heavy doors or is this like um normal like what kind of doors are we dealing with? Kinda of like a garage door but about half the size of that. Um Have you ever seen a barn door? Yeah. How you can open them up like like a regular door is it's mm-hmm. like that. Okay. All right. I've never seen a church or mosque or synagogue like that. But all right. <laughs> well, this is converted. <laughs> I see. Right. Now, all I right. What the Jedi Temple door looks like? Yeah. Let's just go uh, and see what's going on, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just a delivery. It's right. A I. All right. Everybody yeah. be ready. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna open the. I, I don't. I'm not. I don't have my lights ever activated. It's just like <laughs> under my long sleeve, you know. And I mm-hmm. push the door open a little. Not. Uh, once the door has opened, you do hear a buzzing sound coming from a DRK dash one droid. Buzzing sound. Droid. Is that a droid? Droid, state your business. Um, it makes no noise. I mean, other than not the hovering sound. Yeah. It, it does not understand. I look at uh, Johnny Six. Oh, yes. Now that you need me, you remember me. Johnny Six, did somebody upload a sass uh, mode to you or something? <laughs> Gurker Snickers. <laughs> of course. What? What, what is? Why do these droids operate? He looks at it. It does appear to be a DRK-1 droid, which was manufactured by Cybermetronics. I do believe that these particular models require an interfacing system. I'm going to go ahead and hide behind one side of the door um, <laughs> with my plaster carbine and uh, do the whole uh, ranger's quarry thing on <laughs> droid and point Janelle to the other side of the door. Yeah, I want to gesture to, to Rebecca to take cover as well, just in case. Uh-huh. Can't be too safe. Yeah, I act like I'll know me or something. (laughs) (laughs) 
So this is a Doctor One droid, right? No, no, not a <laughs> no. Doctor. A DRK. Oh, DRK. It's um, okay. it's a. John and Six would also have told you this. It is a tracker droid. Tracker droid. Yes, most companies will use them to find the location of the customer so that they can deliver the shipment to them. And how do we make sure that the shipment is not something bad? You so need to interface with this thing. So. Oh, it's a probe droid. It's uh, sort of spherical. It has an, a long antenna hmm. and like a an eye-type probe sticking out of the side. Very good. Arc. Okay. Dang the Google and, and the mostly blind gamer. <laughs> hey. I mean, we, we're looking right at it. We can tell yeah, what it looks I'm like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you find out, Mudu. Is it evil? <laughs> um, it, is, it is hovering there, and Johnny mm -hmm. Six says you must interface with it and check out the inventory sheet inside mm. its deliver it program. Hmm. And Johnny Six. Can you? Nothing. You must interface with the thing. No, 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 no. We'll step in yeah. front and be like, no, not again. Not yeah. Again. Well, I'm no. not sticking my data back there. Well, Zayner, I'll, yeah. I'll check out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll okay. Alright, what do I need to do? Um, put out your data port. Data <laughs> it, I made a profit. If it does. Um, you will need a data pad or Johnny Six can interface with it. I have a data pad. Okay. I will connect my data pad. Uh, roll me a tick. Check. I haven't said that in a while. Yeah. Sounds great, he does, don't <laughs> say it again. <laughs> oh God, what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder. Hey, hey, we've already crossed over that. So <laughs> y'all are either making me blush, or I got a lot more sun Sunday morning than what I thought. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a, that's a twenty-one check check. We uh. What comes across your screen is, um, what is that called? Inventory sheet um, of things that have been ordered. Uh, you do see that it is from the Xanth Corporation. It has uh, rations, um, things that are needed to for day-to-day -day operations, like their food for the week. Um, and things like that, just your generic supply, supplies of delivering. Kind of like, you know, you get your monthly supply from Amazon, this is like your weekly supply from Zant. Okay. And on the box, you see like a uh, smiley face with a tongue, instead of like the <laughs> Amazon smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this looks clear, so I'll, I'll approve it. Whatever. Um, it beeps and then retracts everything that it needs to retract, takes your signature, 
disconnects from the data pad and begins to fly off. Hmm. Okay. Is it able to turn back like, all right, not not too bad, guys. It, it seems pretty legit. What was in there? Uh, the weekly supplies, I'm guessing, for the temple. You know, mm. a bunch of rations and other needed supplies for daily life. Hmm. Signed it. I signed it. Not, oh, who's, not oh, here. Who sent it? <laughs> it's, it's from the Xanth Corp. The Xanth Corp, huh? Don't Which you is, tell me that's the stuff we got back from. I mean, oh, yeah. it's possible. Do you think yeah. she'd, uh, she'd mind if we opened it and make sure... We charge them for the delivery, too. <laughs> Free delivery with your advanced subscription. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many... Uh, boxes are there? Um, it's one large box. One large box. Um, kind of like the size of a refrigerator we come in. Yeah, okay. Alright. Yeah, yeah, let's kind of give it an inspection. (laughs) Okay, um, you see that it is a wooden type crate, um, not extremely thick wood, like say quarter of an inch okay. um your normal shipping container like i said about the size of a refrigerator yeah um in both heights and widths and depth uh not that i know one exactly but um <laughs> approximately that size right and i get to it and roll for investigation to see if there's any traps or something sure yeah. Does and everybody else want to do the same? Um, I'm looking no. for traps or weird markings. Is something that could indicate it was tampered with. That is a 20. Not natural, but a 20. You find no traps. No right, tampering. Awesome. Nothing. Everything that you can indicate is that it is official. Alright. Looks clear, everybody. Hey, Rebecca, let's um stand here, close your eyes, hold hands, and look into the the forest and see what's going on with our suspicions here, if they're founded or not. And just commune. Ooh, you want to do that in public? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about us, huh? <laughs> What? In front of the kids? <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs> uh, so what are you looking for? Um, I just want to sense the floor, see if our suspicions are like found, like if we're just being suspicious or um, if we should be weary. I'm trying to get there. 
So you're using the force, right? Yeah, I'm trying to, and I'm trying to get Rebecca to do the same to. Again, mm -hmm. I'm looking this up. Insane. Mm. See, see what you can pick up. Like what? Yeah, I'll, I'll force cast the uh, sense force on the box. Okay. It's an I'm actual power. Uh, yeah. If there's anything that's given off the force or any one, any mm -hmm. trace at all. Um, yeah, you do sense, um, the force. Is Master Overshaw with us? Um, no, but, um, yeah. Rebecca is, right. uh, <laughs> Kane is, so yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Do. I know. and they are, like, holding hands, doing the whole force thing. Um, so, there's a lot of force going around. Yeah, uh, uh, um... I'm sorry, my my brain got sidetracked there. Kane, uh, okay. explain to me again what you're looking for. Oh, I just want to like um, see into the force and with Rebecca and see if she notices anything if suspicious or like, or why are we're having these suspicions and being so careful if it's warranted or not. Um, you hear a voice in your head that says, "Because you do not trust your Jedi Master, um, who is running the game." Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you. You did say you, I did sense the force from that. that no, no, no. I, 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 I said you sensed <laughs> the force. Oh. But you are <laughs> at a Jedi <laughs> temple. You are. Um, uh, Kane, you. You are not sure why that you are hesitant because everything appears to be on the up and up. Right. And the the force says that everything feels normal and that is good. Yes. Um. The unease that you could feel could be because of Zane being more towards the dark side. Okay. All right. So I do sense that about Zane. Then. Okay. Uh. What? I open my eyes and see what Rebecca uh, has felt. Um, you both, since you were both connected, would have felt the same thing. Yeah. Like, Fancy. Did, hmm? Fancy. Yeah. Did you Fancy. feel that, Rebecca? She smirks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I blush a little. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. I, I sense that the force says that we are clear, guys. We, you guys want me to sniff it out too? I guess you already sniffed it out. <laughs> no, no, no! I wrote for investigation, not for perception. I think exactly. If we want, we could open it, but I sense that. So I, ha I have now rolled for perception with advantage because I'm using my sense of smell, and I got an 18. What does the, what does the box smell like? Um, <laughs> you, you smell wood, dust. Air and the people around you. <laughs> you will smell um, metal. You will smell mm. rations. Um, I, you will smell like human hands, other than those or other people's hands, other than those around you who would have <laughs> like lifted the box and and things like that. Okay. 
And Kane, make sure that I did not say that things seem are safe. I, but, I was looking on the floor and said they, things we should be wary of. You said, no, everything's good. No, no, no. I said you sense the darkness coming from Zane. Right. That is something bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to out him or anything, though. Right, right. I'm just saying, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Other than that darkness, you sense okay. nothing force related inside the box. Oh wait. The, hmm. the game master is choosing his words very carefully. <laughs> hmm. I wonder what happened in the interface now. I I look at Zane, oh. look him in the eyes, see if he's okay. Does he? How are you what? feeling, friend? I'm fine. How hmm. are you? I'm troubled. But hmm. not by this box. But I think hmm. the box should be okay. Hmm. Checks out to me, but you guys do your fancy thing with your don't have to touch it, alright? You never know. Right. Last box anybody opened in front of me. You remember that, right? And I'm going to toss Klee in the air again. <laughs> Alright. Alright, let's, let's get this box inside. He's going to tap Gurker. Hey, big man, you're up. You can use the force to open it, but you're going to have your friend open the box? No, we're going to yeah. get the box. That's what Gurker says. I thought she was strong in the force. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's gonna lift and bring the box inside. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh he. Uh, <laughs> let me pull up that. Come on, Kirker, you need to work off that spice you just took. Oh, I don't know that he can. <laughs> oh, is it too heavy? Yeah. I would try to help him as well. <laughs> uh, uh, there it is. That's the most recent one. And I want to open it. I want you to just open it. It's what I want you to do. What are you trying to see? I'm trying to open out of the character sheet. Yeah, I have it open. Do you? Okay, good. Uh, so, yeah. Um, what's his role for uh, um, for him to lift the box in? Okay, strong strike? Yeah. Um, okay. Athletics? Okay. Athletics. Yeah, athletics. That'd be good. Mm. And you're nice. helping Yeah, so I've been in? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> we spend like 10, 10, 15 minutes on this box. Yeah, I got a 20. <laughs> okay. Um, with your help, he does lift it and he is grunting and almost immediately you see, like, as he gets towards the, um, 
threshold of the door, you see like sweat pouring off of his fur. Um, Coming and down. He, and you hear him grunting like, they don't need to eat this much, they'll be as fat as Oh, there's things in here, Fred. I glare at him. Uh, and then they'll be as fat as that sucky pilot. What's his face? Eater? Gurker? I don't know. Yeah, Eater. That's his name. <laughs> and he sets the uh, box down, and I mean, he's like, like hassling, you know, like a like a dog does when it gets hot. Um, oh, kind of like a cat when it's yeah. like, trying to suck in the air. <laughs> okay. So we're, we're, we're just inside the temple, and uh, the room to where the Padawans are, is those doors still open? Um, yes, it's down this... It's like a little short hallway. A um, little bit bigger than an alcove, but not like a full-on hallway. Kind of like half of a hallway. Alright. Oh. Can I see the door, though? From yes, like... yes. Alright. So he's gonna use, use the force to close the doors. Okay. <laughs> he's like, okay, now that we got it inside, now we can open it? Good. You know, just in case, before we bring it all the way in, I still want to open and check to make sure everything's good. Let me get this right. If the thing blows, we brought it inside. Inside. Huh? <laughs> what? Look, I'm closing off the areas to the right. I know, but why wouldn't we open it outside if that was the case? Because <laughs> I want. I'm not carrying it back out. I wanted to make Gurkha carry it. <laughs> I shake my head. That's okay. what you get for doing spice in front of young Padawans. I was showing them what not to do. Ain't that right, right Kane? Right, right. Thank you. All right, let's. It's in here. Let's just deal with it now. Uh, go stand in front of Rebecca. <laughs> Case it blows up. <laughs> go for it. Uh, uh, I'll open the box. Will you open the box? Tell us how you open the box in yes. a safe, cautious manner before the DM kills us. I open the box at a distance with the force. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. Because <laughs> the last time I got too close to something, it bear hugged me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm holding like a disperse uh, energy uh, spell, like in case something happens, I will trigger that. Okay, now explain to me how y'all are opening this. I'm going to stand in front of Janelle and I'm going to prepare a How much taller is she? Um, she, she is. She's, uh, she, she's 5'1. She's quite a bit taller than me. <laughs> I just imagine, like, Kane, like. He's standing in front of, of Rebecca, blocking her. Then Muda goes and stands in front of Giselle, and she's just freaking straight, like, you can still do it. She might, she might want to crouch, and I'm going to prepare a store of energy with uh, my, my wrist pad. Nice. Um, then looks behind and looks... Crouch. Crouch. Okay, and now, what is Zane doing? <laughs> Janelle looks at you guys staring at her, crouching behind Moodle, and she says back, You know, size 
doesn't matter. It's what you're doing, right? Or Rebecca says, oh, size does matter. <laughs> it winks. Uh, <laughs> tell me what you're doing. Zane's gonna use um, force push pull, which is basically mage hand, to open the box from a distance. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Man, if there's a jack in the box inside the <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but that wind that's blowing in the ambience makes me think like, oh, the wind's blowing bad here. Yeah. Um, uh, makes me think 18? we left the door open. Yeah. What'd you get? An 18. No. Made sure we'll not open it. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well, that opened. Okay. All right. This. What happened? This, this is. Keep in mind, I did it. say it was nailed shut. <laughs> right. Ah. Somebody got a crowbar. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm sure we got that. Can you make the nail away? Can you pull on each individual nail? Um, no, because the nail would be buried into the wood. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because when you it. when you nail, um, you want the yeah. head of the nail to be at least right in flat with the wood. Yeah. 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 Right. All right. Oh, all right. I'll approach again, and I don't want to burn anything with my lightsaber, so I'll take out my fibro dagger and, and like, you know. Put it between the, the, the slits to try to pry it open. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I see what you're saying now. Um, yeah. I would have done it a little slightly different, but that, <laughs> hey, that works. Uh, <laughs> so, um, as you're cutting down, um, severing the nails, Um, you, you know, get down to the bottom. And tell me, well, tell me how you're cutting the, the nails out. Which, which ways are you going? Uh, I am, with the, with the, I'm in front of the box if I was standing at the entrance, right? Mm-hmm. Like, about to walk in, and I'm cutting that way, that part of it. Yeah, you're facing the logo, so you're cutting over the top, and then going down on each side. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and what do you do as soon as you finish cutting the last nail? I step to the side. Step to the side. Okay. Um, as you step to the side, the front of the box falls down, and you see an SDK-1 assassin droid. Nah! <laughs> and that's where we end for this week. Thank you for joining us for the Star Wars 5E podcast. We hope that you have enjoyed yourselves and that you have been entertained by our adventurers. Please join us next week to see what adventures they can get up to in a galaxy far, far away.